0: Bar, 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 bar.
1: Hello and welcome to the Big Planet Comics podcast. This is episode 142. I'm Nick. I'm Kelly. I'm Jared. And we're here to talk about comics and comic-related stuff and some stuff that's completely unrelated.
2: Comprehensive things.
1: Comprehensive things. (laughs) Everything is comprehensive. (laughs) Uh, Every subject that we discuss
0: (laughs) will be the most comprehensive discussion of that subject. Whoa.
2: All right,
1: let's do it. So speaking of uh, comprehensive, I sang a lot of karaoke songs. Um, not all, all, all of <laughs> the not karaoke all of them, songs. Though. I'm like, where is this coming from? <laughs> not every karaoke song. What I did you sing? What's uh, your go-to? Uh, I have a few go-to's. Purple Rain is one of my favorites. Oh, nice. Ambitious. Uh, I like... Um, you do some dancing. That's uh, pretty good. Uh, what's the Phil Collins song? How? Uh, oh. Coming in the Air Tonight, yeah. or whatever it's called. Yeah. it's
2: oh, good. You, you did like a whole like... Routine and costume eight, that,
1: right? Oh no, that was Michael Bolt. Oh Michael Bolt. That Bulls, was a separate sorry. thing. Yeah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> that was a lip sync competition. Um there you go. Yeah, that was fun. But yeah, that's what I did. I did lots of singing and
2: drinking. That's cool. And you... led to more singing and, and drinking. more drinking. <laughs> it's the circle of life. That sounds yeah, great. great. What have you great.
0: been doing, Kelly? Uh, I had family in town from Memphis, Tennessee. Oh yeah? Yeah. What, so what you do? We um, we went to a bunch of museums. We went to the Building Museum, yep. which is one of my favorites, and I feel like Did it's one that gets overlooked a lot.
2: Go when they had the maze there.
0: I didn't go when they had the maze. I I, didn't go, I, I went sad. when they had the mini golfing.
2: What? I didn't yeah, know mini golfing. it was
0: all artist designed mini golfing. So there were yeah. holes where the entire thing was on a wall, and so you That's had to get cool. your golf ball like down this wall. But no, this. They just had sort of regular exhibits, but they have these really cool building rooms and they have blocks that are like five feet tall. And so we were, we were building these giant structures and trying to get it all to balance. That's so pretty awesome. It's supposed to be for kids, but we were all, we were all yeah. in there. <laughs> we were all up in there. <laughs> and yeah, we went to the archives and saw... I'd, I'd never gone to the archives except to be in the archives, but we went to the museum side of it and saw the Constitution and oh, stuff. And man. That's cool. we, well, we interviewed with, with a bunch of high school groups, and so we got the, like, oh? no making out in front of the Constitution lecture. <laughs> <laughs> Standing there. And my, th- my nine-year-old cousin is, like, nodding solemnly as this guy.
2: Is, <laughs> is that a good lecture? That's, no selfies. That's, like, very un-American.
0: Oh, no, I mean, you couldn't have any electronics, like... No. Like no taking pictures at oh, all. Oh really? Yeah.
1: No constitution selfies. Well it's yeah. crazy because yeah, they're so they're
0: so faded. Like going to see them is it's yeah. like seeing a blank piece of paper. It's, oh really? Yeah. It's Whoa. particularly the Declaration <coughs> of Independence is just like I mean, it was faded before eighteen hundred. That makes It sense. was faded.
2: In yeah, the, like, Somebody should <laughs>
1: just go over it with a pen and rewrite
2: it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I mean they just grab, you know, a piece of paper out of a typewriter. I'm like, let's work on this real quick.
0: <laughs> but, I mean, I've lived here my whole life, and now I've seen the Constitution, yeah. so that's I've a thing. That.
2: Yeah, I should do that.
1: Man. Yeah. I should do a field trip. Big plan Did for you go to trip. any other museums?
0: Uh, we went to the National Gallery of Art, which I go to all the time. Did you go to all the museums? No.
1: It wasn't very comprehensive. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I've, I've probably uh, been to all the museums. I was a student at the Smithsonian, so I've- I bet yeah. you haven't.
1: Yep. I bet there's
2: one or two that you have.
0: I have Well, I've been all the Smithsonian's. I Like I oh, haven't been okay, to the Spy okay. Museum or anything. You haven't anything. been to the Spy Museum? Anything I have to pay to get into? You kidding me?
2: You should go to the Spy Museum. No. You could do the whole That's course. Like a, no. There's like a thing where you have to like be a spy to get out of there. I don't know. How about you, Jared? No. <laughs> I've been to the Spy Museum. No. <laughs> uh, what have you been? <laughs> That's not to? What we were asking? <laughs> uh, I went to AwesomeCon, which is uh, the local awesome? Washington DC convention. Did you dress up? It was half awesome. I did not dress up. Oh. I will never dress up. I heard William Shatner left early. Did he? Showed up late and left early. That sounds about right for the Shatner.
1: Uh, Somebody was telling me he was... uh he had his a uh, sign that said autographs one hundred fifty dollars, and he had a sharpen. he was changing it to two hundred.
2: <laughs> what? And then <laughs> he had like some kind act. of melt,
1: some kind of meltdown, and left. He's oh. like, "That's it, I'm out of here." Oh
2: that's, my god, that's what I would do if I was William Shatner. I'd well, apparently he was time. really
1: red and drunk.
2: So. Oh wow,
0: yeah. I know people who. Man, I gotta met look up some uh, some like Shatner that.
2: stories. Yeah, that sounds like apocryphal, but it could be totally true. <laughs> oh man, but yeah, uh, I bought some old comic books for a dollar or two, which was very exciting. What'd you buy? Uh, House of Secrets, and some old Conan's, and some other ridiculous things that looked awesome. Awesome. That yeah. sounds good. Also that sounds saw like an awesome con. S- someone, indeed. Someone was selling uh, original art from an old uh, romance comic, I think, Young in Love. And it was mm-hmm. just like one of the greatest covers I've ever seen. It was like eh, probably $2,000. So I was like, duh.
1: <laughs> but did you meet Kevin Sorbo? No. <laughs>
0: Jason well, was Mewes? Kevin Sport Sorbo there?
2: Probably. probably. <laughs> the, every, every single person who's ever voiced a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle was there. Oh, oh man. They, did all you meet all a row, row of them? Uh, they were sitting across from Box Brown So I, like, Do the voice. I was like whoa that's really weird
0: well the Could, old turtles right not the new yeah, ones
2: yeah. and it's even weird they had like a the, you know the big banner behind them and it showed all the other voices they've done and some oh, of those people cool. you're like I had no idea they did that so it was, that awesome. was kind of cool
1: cool alright well that sounds like fun uh, how about we talk about some news yeah All right. First piece of news: Will Widger is writing a screenplay for a Lumberjames film. Will who? Uh, some dude. He wrote some script called The Munchkin. Yeah. Not related to the card game, but apparently it's one of <laughs> the highest rated like blacklist scripts in Hollywood. What's a blacklist one that know. didn't get made? <laughs> no, they're like ones that are yeah, they're ones that are like everybody loves but have never gotten made. Ridiculous.
0: Yeah. I. I wish, yay, I wish he wasn't a dude I wish he wasn't a dude I feel yeah. like that sort of goes against everything that that book is about that's just sec- <laughs> that's yeah. just sexist I mean no it was it was born at auto Straddle camp that is yeah. about as as female <laughs> as a thing can get
2: yay Hollywood well
1: they probably, maybe that munchkin script is somehow you know something thematically
2: stop, similar I stop to trying to get Hollywood, Hollywood
0: I'm They're hoping that I'm hoping that if this movie ever gets made that you know many scripts are written and the one that is used is not this one yeah. <laughs> true. that's so where I'm mean. At. what
1: if Will your script is amazing I don't care <laughs>
0: <laughs> this is my line in the sand on this <laughs> uh,
1: and then uh, next piece of news uh, Kelly t- News number two Tom Hardy is cute pass it on <laughs> I believe Jared wrote that
2: that's true uh so, I saw Mad Max and Bronson, and in both movies, Tom Hardy's cute. He's, He's, cute. He's cute. He's cute in all He's of really the cute movies. He's really cute in uh, Did you guys see his MySpace Ooh. pictures?
0: Yes. Are you kidding me? <laughs> See, <laughs> Who do you think I am?
2: <laughs> this is how I get Kelly to admit she put this news in there.
1: Uh, and the next piece of news is that Marvel released two different teasers for all new, what they're now calling all new, all different Marvel. Which is what? Which is the kind of stuff launching after Secret Wars. Oh, boy. Okay. Um, We'll talk about the first teaser this episode. We'll talk about the second one this next episode because there's a lot of stuff to talk about. All right. So we got for this one? Uh, so the first teaser they released... I had both teachers had Iron Man in the middle for some reason. Sure. Um, I guess Iron Man's kind of their big hero. But I
0: mean, he's in the armor, so there's no telling who's in there.
1: They said it's Tony Stark. Oh, well, never mind then.
0: (laughs) There's absolutely telling who's in there. Uh,
1: (laughs) There is telling. Yeah. Um, So the the first promo piece has Spider-Gwen in it. I guess she's part of the regular Marvel Universe now. Okay. Uh, Phil Coulson, Spider-Woman in her new costume, Black Panther. Spider-Man, Captain America, the... uh, Steve Rogers, one, right? Like the, uh, well, I guess it has Falcon and Steve uh, Rogers. Steve Rogers. Current Captain America. And Falcon, yeah. Yeah. Uh, And Iron Man, which is uh, Tony Stark. And Ant Man, Thor, the female Thor. The Vision, Miss Marvel. uh, Ultimate Spider Man, Miles Morales. And a 21st century version of Red Wolf. What the heck is that? He's uh, an old Native American character. Oh, boy. Um, Okay. He looks pretty awesome. No. But yeah, that was a weird thing. Um, so is that
2: a team or just characters? That no, it was use? just
1: kind of like one of their first teasers. That's, like these that's are a, that's a good lineup. Some of their stuff yeah, that's coming characters. out. So yeah, I guess Black Panther is probably going to get his own series soon, which is cool. Which yeah. makes sense considering there's a movie coming out. That would be
2: helpful. Um, but yeah,
1: I, the, the thing that struck me the most about this was that um, I guess nobody really seems that changed. You know, Steve Rogers is still old Steve Rogers. Well, I think
2: and, it's it's more that these are all the characters they've been building up, right? has the new marvel for the last few years and here they are
1: yeah so the world isn't that changed Yeah. <laughs> uh, except for miles morales being there and
2: yeah. possibly spider-man
1: oh yeah um but yeah Um. Uh, that's all the news we have what do you guys think about the teaser you, you um it? i mean did you even again? look at it
0: yeah no i did i i mean it's uh, they're all characters that i like for the most part i'm right. i'm withholding expectation on all this stuff until we really see what secret wars looks like because uh, it's gonna
1: yeah we'll see the only one that's
0: months ahead of us here
1: the only one that they announced is invincible iron man which is by bendis and marquez Dan yeah, david marquez
0: who's been doing miles, cool. miles morales so
1: he is really good should be good
0: well yeah i don't know what what uh if there's going to be a new miles series that's what i'm I assuming I there will
1: be uh, and hopefully maybe. by Bendis.
0: Yeah, maybe Sarah Pacelli will come back on it. That. that would be great. Very
1: cool. All right. That's it. That's all the news. Let's go to do some questions. Huh? Uh, well, the first question we are going to go to do is uh, <laughs> from Michael K. Hey, Michael K. Uh, Michael K says, Hey, everyone. Oh, I said, Hey, him? Michael hey, K. Dan. Hey, skip Hey. Uh, He says, I was wondering if a writer or artist's personal beliefs or opinions. Have ever affected your enjoyment of their work and or has it turned you away from ever reading any of their material? Mm -hmm. The only people who come to mind for me are Orson Scott Card, uh, Doug Tennaple, and Frank Miller when it comes to a question like this uh so what do you guys think uh orson <laughs> scott guard definitely i yeah. guess uh doug Tenne- what's the doug tenniepel is he just
2: i think it's just that he puts a lot of religious stuff into his work he doesn't seem to lately but yeah. i know but that's part of his work but, but he says yeah. like
1: outside of the comics maybe, no, I maybe think he's spoken maybe he's done some crazy he's, stuff he's spoken out that i don't no, really really yeah. know uh, yeah. frank miller is just insane yeah yep but, it's, uh, but his work has been bad,
2: so. Another one that caused a lot of problems from back in the day was Dave Sim, who had his very misogynistic yeah. screed in the middle of his Cerebus run, which lost him like 80% of his readers. Yep. Um, I don't know. For me, a lot, I, I do try to really keep the artist and the art separate. but I do too, but every once in a yeah, while it creeps in. <laughs> it's, sometimes it's too egregious.
0: I, I mean, I stopped reading X-Men after the stuff about uh brian wood came out oh, last yeah. year yeah. um and i really haven't read and star wars and i really haven't read any brian wood since there you um, go. if i were buying i wouldn't buy uh i've heard uh accounts of um what's his name god scott pilgrim jesus brian Lee Brian Lee Le- um being kind of a no not a Nick. not not a good guy to people yeah. at cons and yeah. so well, we had a lot of discussion about that when seconds came out because seconds right. was great yeah. right and it was you know how do you how do you separate those two things yeah i usually
1: try to keep it separate but every once in a while like uh like faith aaron hicks no <laughs> no was it faith aaron hicks no it wasn't faith aaron hicks it was, it was the other it was the other one that does the exact same books um Brian Lee o'malley's girlfriend Oh, Hope Larson. Hope, Hope Larson. Larson, yeah. I always get those two confused. They do the exact same books.
2: But anyway, <laughs> uh,
1: Hope Larson, yeah, because she, she made me really mad one day.
2: Yeah. <laughs> there you go. So, so, yeah, I think the answer was, to the question is that, yes, it's it affects hard. us. <laughs> Sometimes, yeah.
1: yeah. Usually I try to ignore it and just kind of read yeah. whatever I'm reading. And I mean,
2: because a big part of it is it. like you can, you yeah. know, just – you may never hear these stories. You may never have this contact with these people. Right. So it just, you know, if you're more clued in, you'll find out that a lot of jerks. In I'm sure books.
1: William Shakespeare was an awful person. No, he's pretty cool. I'm sure <laughs> you were living there. in those times, he was definitely not nice yeah, to I mean, to everybody,
0: women. everybody. I mean, what is it? All of your faves are problematic. Everybody has yeah. things, but so you just have, sort of have to figure out what right. what's a line in the sand for you. Right. that's true. And, you know, are you going to, Do you care enough about it that you're not going to put your money somewhere? Like, do you want to not support a person? Yeah. So, I mean, I know Orson Scott Card is tough for a lot of people because he was, his works were so beloved to so many people when they were growing up. So you just have to kind of, it has to be a personal choice.
1: Yeah, you gotta figure it out. Like, I still have Michael Jackson, (laughs) but, uh, you know. Yeah, that's true. Even though, you know, his stuff was pretty crazy. Um yeah, all right. On that uh, note. That's it for <laughs> yep. Michael. Cool. Uh, next, Thanks. we have a question. That was a question for Michael. Thank you, Michael. Uh this next question is from Christy. Christy says, if given the choice, would you be a superhero or a supervillain?
0: Superhero.
2: <laughs>
1: supervillain. Superhero? <laughs> no, is I would be a combination of I <laughs> the two. Be, I would be a I would be, be a superhero. Altruistic
0: super but I would no, I would definitely be a superhero, but I would often have like, you know, problems being nice to people. I feel like Whoa yeah,
2: being nice to people. Well, no, I mean superheroes don't have to be nice. You could be like Wolverine, <laughs> just like beat people. But he's up. an anti. I feel like no? I
0: feel like I would be.
2: You'd be an antihero. You'd no, be a, you'd I would be a like a an America Chavez, is,
0: like punching my way to the truth or whatever. I don't have a lot of, I do a lot of yeah. patience.
1: I think I'd probably start off trying to be a superhero,
0: <laughs> and it would but all go around. By <laughs> the end,
1: I would be a supervillain. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Everything would go terribly wrong.
2: It, it depends on my powers, but if they were good enough, I'd go straight supervillain.
1: Straight through film?
2: Yeah. Nice. I'm not going to mess around. Jared will just start controlling people's minds. And oh, stuff. if I could do that. Yeah, watch out, man. There'd I be there's so many guys, f- fewer drivers on the road.
0: None of this surprises me about either of you. <laughs> uh, uh, oh. Big Planet Comics Confessions. Yeah. So, yeah. I
1: uh, guess we're all somewhere. You guys are both on opposite ends. <laughs> yep. I'm somewhere in the middle. Oh, no. You're going
2: to be on my side when we're done. <laughs> when we're done. Yes.
1: Well, no, only by accident. Oh,
2: that's,
1: that's fine.
0: Nick's like, I would want to be good, but in the end, I would
1: fail. <laughs> I would just fumble through everything. I would get a lot of people killed trying to save one person. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. That would happen, yeah, definitely. Yeah. So that's that's um, how it goes. So, yeah. Thank you, Christy, for the question. I mean, that's a good thank question. Uh, and look out for Jared if you're ever <laughs> walking the streets at night. Um, oh, I mean, that kind of super I want to make the world a better place my way. My <laughs> your way. All right. So, uh, yeah, let's go on to reviews next. Yeah. Why not? We love comics, they're swell Except when they're written by Scott Lovedale I prefer important books like Louis Riel It's time for reviews All right, first up we have Action Comics number 41 by Greg Pak and Aaron Cooter uh, Which we're doing this because is kind it's of the relaunch Yeah, one of, yeah, one of, of the yeah, Post-convergence yeah. Yes, the yeah. first appearance of the uh, t-shirt and jeans Superman um, So, yeah
0: yeah, so I wasn't reading Action Comics before, but I guess everybody knows who Superman is now. Is that a uh, thing that happened? I th- well, according I to
1: Action Comics forty-one, uh, that happened in Superman forty-one, which hasn't come out yet. Oh, cool. Oh,
0: that yeah, see, makes that's more sense. Okay.
1: Also, later on, it, re- it refers to Superman number forty-two.
0: Yeah. So in two There's months, we'll know where this what's around. actually going on. Yeah. But this was a good issue. So you've got your somewhat super, I guess, powered down Superman who now everybody knows who he is and he's grounded and he's on the run and he's in Alaska. And so he's trying to get back to Metropolis and that's, that's where we see him. Um, there's some great, like, sort of slice of life stuff where he's, you know, shopping for jeans ha. and looking for a t-shirt and buying a, a motorcycle. <laughs> well, he doesn't buy the Superman shirt. Like, in the store, he buys a different shirt, but then oh, later he? he has the Superman shirt. Oh, I guess he bought both. <laughs>
2: he buys a Batman shirt. He's like, that dude's cool.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, so yeah, this was, I mean, this is really good. I like Greg Pak as a writer, um, yeah. and I haven't been reading... Action comics because honestly I find Superman kind of a boring character, but I liked this issue a lot.
2: So just coming in like that, you thought it was a good jumping yeah, in no, point. Yeah, no, I thought it was yeah.
0: absolutely a great jumping in point. Um the the like little notes about, you know, hey, read this or read this, that's a little misleading because it some of it hasn't come out yet.
1: And you don't really need to read and you it.
0: don't really need to. Um so yeah, it's all part of this, I guess, truth.
1: Truth, truth headlines, thing, what yeah. Is it? Yeah. Subheading, I don't know. So, yeah. Um, <laughs> banner. 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 Right, sure. There a you truth go. Banner. Right.
0: Um, so, yeah. So, I I liked it a lot. It brought in, showed, I don't know. New it showed side like a character. different... Yeah.
1: Superman actually had a personality a little more than he usually does. Yeah. yeah. Um, but, yeah. Um, Greg Pak and Aaron Cooter have been doing a good job. And they continue to do it. And they kind of have a fresh kind of start here. Um, yeah. That's Action Comics number 41. Next up, we have Airboy number one by James Robinson and Greg Hinkle starring... James Robinson and Greg Hinkle?
2: Hopefully versions of them. But uh, So this was a very, very meta comic in that uh, basically James Robinson is hired to do an Airboy reboot, and this is just him talking about trying to do the Airboy reboot, and Greg Hinkle is flies in to meet him so they can work on it because James Robinson has no ideas. And this is the two of them going on a overly, utterly debauched weekend of just insane excess. Um, yeah, and then... I guess we should kind of say the ending. I don't know. Yeah, I guess then Airboy shows up. Yeah, and up. then Airboy... So this is like a very gray colored, dark comic. And then on the last page, Airboy shows up in his classic Golden Age, brightly colored yeah. outfit in the middle of this very gray comic. Super weird.
1: It's pretty interesting because yeah. Airboy, Airboy is like a public domain right. kind of superhero. He's from that like, old. Yeah. yeah, way back in the Golden Age. Um, and this is such an interesting kind of... T- this way to do it, to yeah. Just like, cause he's—I—I I guess he was. Pro- I mean, I imagine he was actually just like—I have no idea what to do. And then he was like, "I'm, I'm just going to write about not having any idea what to do." Yeah, there's a lot of jokes um, in here
2: about James Robinson and his writing career and stuff. Yeah, so he, he, it <laughs> kind of pays off if you know. His a couple, his couple times he says more. he
1: did, he didn't like working at DC. Yeah, there's like this is not times. like
2: using pseudonyms and stuff. This is talking about like his actual career. Which but I then, like, I,
1: I don't, don't know, know how much of this is true because it gets pretty crazy. Very little because it's. I insane. don't know.
2: Maybe some. Yeah. Yeah. All the complaints that people have about him, he definitely addresses. So. Yeah.
1: So. But yeah, it's interesting. It's very interesting, and it, I, the art is very, very good. Yeah, um, and I like the color scheme was pretty interesting. And I don't yeah, know.
2: I have no idea where this is going.
1: There's nobody's really like that likable, but yeah. it's it's entertaining, and they go to some interesting places, and the twist at the end kind of yeah wants you to come back for more.
2: And it was very funny, very dark. Yeah. Even <laughs> it's really messed up. Very messed uh, up. There you
1: go. That was Airboy number one. Uh, <laughs> next up, we have. Amazing Spider-Man, Renew Your Vows, number one, by Dan Slott and Adam Kubert. Um, I always get the two Kuberts confused. Uh, I like one more than the other. I think (laughs) think Adam is the one I like more. No,
2: the one you like more is Joe Kubert.
1: Joe Kubert. Well, that's true. Uh, But Adam Kubert is the the one of the two brothers that I like the most, because he did that astonishing Wolverine and Spider-Man, which was great. Uh, But anyway, this is about what is this about so this is a secret wars book that takes place in one of the battle worlds uh, i'm not sure which one it's not spider Island. that's a separate one um it is a manhattan but in this one it's it's a world where spider-man uh is still married to mary jane and they have a little kid who's now um i don't know like three three ish something like that um and this whole uh, issue is about how spider-man's life would be different if he had a family um and what he would do to protect that family. Um, and it's interesting. Uh, you you know, he's forced to kind of make some very hard decisions based on the fact that he has a family.
0: Yeah,
2: the big thing is a super tough villain shows up and starts killing off uh, weaker superheroes, and he's realizing that, like, he is in risk and his family's at risk. And it's like, what choices is he going to make to try and save everything? Yeah. And he
1: has to make some really, yeah.
2: Choosing between
0: the Avengers and his family and, you know, other people and his family and just, you know,
2: it was, it was pretty intense. I thought it was really well done. I thought it
1: was really cool. And I kind of, I like that Dan slide is writing it. Yeah. Um, Well, he had a lot of heat for the marriage thing, even though that wasn't his fault uh, or decision. Like he didn't get rid of the marriage. He's just the one that started writing it right Right after that. Yeah. Um and I thought it was interesting where he's kind of doing a like well here 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 you go here's here's Spider-Man and his kid and here's how it would be like yeah. you know is this like what you want is it going to be good is it going to be bad you know but it it's good. interesting yeah
0: I like yeah, that sure. Mary Jane had stuff to do in this she yeah. you know <laughs> she wasn't just sort of there, there like, she yeah. was actively trying to keep herself and her child safe Yeah it was very much was about very their family life creative kinda. about it in yeah. some ways yeah. so yeah. yeah
2: she was actually smart Which is nice.
1: Uh, Yeah. So that was Amazing Spider-Man. Renew Your Vows, number one. Next up, we have Future Imperfect, number one, by Peter David and Greg Land. It's Another Secret Wars book. A lot of Secret Wars books the next few weeks. Um, But, yeah, this is um, kind of a... It's not really a sequel. It's a new version of... Peter David's very own classic Future Imperfect story. Oh, was it I, the same writer? Yeah, it's Peter. I David, didn't
2: realize yeah. that. Yeah, Peter David wrote um, Hulk for a really long time back oh. in the 90s. And I loved
1: Future Imperfect back in the day, so a lot of these Secret Wars things, I think your enjoyment of them also is influenced by how much you enjoyed the original story
2: in
0: yeah. some ways. Um, yeah. A little bit. I mean, some of it is not some connected. Some are so
2: good that you, Right. Yeah, and some of them yeah, it Any reference matter. like that adds a little to it, but yeah.
1: Yeah, I like I like this. Um, it d- definitely has a little bit of that Greg Land drawing uh, scantily clad women for a little bit, um, but then you know, once it gets into the story, it's pretty interesting. And I like he actually draws the Hulk very well. I guess because he doesn't uh, have any <laughs> photos to reference for the Hulk, but yeah, um, <laughs> I don't know. I thought I thought the story was pretty cool.
2: Yeah, it's in uh, the the Hulk area where Maestro Maestro, who's the old grown-up super intelligent hulk who's killed who's like super m- evil basically almost all the other heroes yeah is this
0: in greenland as well because I, I feel like know. we've seen like three books now that have gone yeah, into greenland or might reference be greenland. greenland
2: whatever
1: i think this one is a no this is dystopia there you go oh, a okay a different one
2: but yeah so he is basically a tyrant and there's a uh like there's some rebels movie yeah trying to rise up against him and there's a lot of twists which i thought were pretty clever
1: yeah, stuff. he does I, yeah, I don't wanna give it give away yeah, the that's, twist. But I thought
2: the story was actually really good in this one. But that was pretty cool, yeah.
1: Um that's Future Imperfect number one. Uh next up we have Titan number one by Francois Vignol. Vignol. Vignol
0: Vignol. Vignol. Vignol.
2: Vignol. Vignol. Uh yeah, so this is uh published by Study Group Comics. Uh so this is a really cool little sci-fi story. It came out a while ago, and I believe this is the first time it's been I think released it online. Maybe? Wider audience. Yeah, yeah. So, Study Group Comics is a website that does digital stuff, and then they print some of their stories. They've done some other good stuff by Zack Soto and Farrell Dalrymple and a bunch of other cool people. Uh, but this one is basically set on the moon of Titan. Is that actually where it's set? Yeah. Uh, I
1: think right, it's one of Jupiter's moons. I think it's Titan.
2: Yeah. But so, uh, sci fi, uh, a kind of supervisor guy is sent out to the moon where they have bioengineered, uh, super strong, super big humans to work in the heavy gravity environments.
0: Titans, in uh, fact. They're also As called, they Titans. called Yes. <laughs>
2: uh, but the equipment and stuff is kind of wearing out and running down, and there is a more modern technique that is basically making them obsolete. So this supervisor is trying to figure out, like, how do I deal with the 50,000 super powerful, super, you know, angry labor yeah, it's basically like they lose their jobs. blue-collar
1: giants yeah. who are kind of about to be obsolete. phased out and yeah. obsolete, and he's trying to find a way to kind of save them.
2: Yeah, so you get some interesting stuff of like, you know, a much weaker character dealing with much stronger physical people and trying to do a job.
1: And there's like weird dynamics, the yeah. class dynamics, like the Titans are all kind of like blue Keep collar to themselves and all blue collar yeah and, and look then, down
2: yeah. on the very weak fragile i like to call them frails or sticks yeah, or something the higher ups yeah so I, it's really interesting i thought it was really good yeah. it was like very good i loved the art i loved yeah.
0: that um that amongst the titans there it's it's not just like one physical form over and over again like it's right. very distinct people right. um they're just big <laughs> yeah they're just big i like i like the main guy as well just there's a lot of stuff i mean a lot there's happens a lot in this on, yeah. little bitty this little bitty issue so yeah and
2: there's a lot of problems going on you can just like you feel like everything's about to come apart at the seams but it's not
0: it's not too wordy like it's not intimidating so
2: it's very 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 good so yeah if you're looking for a good hard sci-fi comic this was awesome
1: uh that was titan number one next up we are going to combine these two extinction agenda number one by mark guggenheim and carmen carmine de geomenico and use the future past by marguerite bennett and mike norton we're combining uh, these Which one because... do we talk about I'll talk about Extinction Agenda first Well explain why we're combining explain them Explain why Because they're both Secret Wars books They're both yep. X-Men related Yep uh, But me and Kelly had uh, The exact opposite <laughs> uh, Reaction to them I really liked Extinction Agenda She did not uh, She really liked Years of, of Future Past I did I thought it was okay But um, Yeah Extinction Agenda um, It's pretty simple I guess uh, It's just There's an island of mutants um, cut off from the rest of the mutants and they're all dying from a virus and it's kind of causing their society to break down um, but the mutants outside of the island have uh, a mutant who can cure them and the powers that be refuse to send them over there because they don't want them to get affected and spread the disease back yeah, the on the mainland. It, it may not work and the, yeah. everyone else may die. And so there's a, a faction that's, that's on Genosha where everybody's dying from the disease that decides to go get the mutant themselves um, but yeah, that's basically it, so it's kind of like a like a kidnapping- <laughs> comic, I guess, um, sort of with this kind of societal upheaval going on in the background, but I thought it was good, yeah, I liked the characterization of havoc and stuff, I thought that was fun, and I also really like carmine de art, um, but yeah, what about years of future past kelly so years of future
0: past is very close to days of future past um. The I mean I don't know how it holds up against the movie because I didn't see it, but <laughs> the initial arc, the two it, issues. <laughs> it looks very similar to it on purpose. Um I just I really liked the whole execution. The main character is not Kitty Pride, it is Kitty Pride's daughter, um, with uh Colossus. With Colossus, yeah. And um, Wolverine's kid is also around. So there's a cool sense of like the next generation of this group, but uh, like days of future past, you've got this, like this future or I guess not future, but current (laughs) weird New York city where mutants are all in these, you know, constant. Well, yeah. Camps. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Prison camps. Um, And so what, what we're seeing is, you know, them attempting to break out and, the art is fantastic. Yeah, I loved pretty good. it. Um, yeah, I just, I really enjoyed this a lot. And I'm not a big X-Men person, but right. I just, I I liked everything about this issue, really.
1: Yeah. So.
2: Uh, yeah, if you're a big fan some of trouble the old
1: one... Following who is who, I guess, just because oh, really? Kitty Pride and her mom look exactly the same. And diff- her daughter different look exactly haircuts. The same,
0: different haircuts. Yeah. Different haircuts, and yeah. Kitty Pride is There was one scene where there. it
2: shifted really quickly. I was like, what the? Oh, that's, yeah, that's the mom like, he's kissing. Wait, what's yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah, it was fun. Uh, I
0: liked the cast of of ex people who they brought into it. They're sort of a mix of the old and the new. Right. So yeah. Yeah,
2: it's yeah, pretty I, fun. I like that one liked more than than uh, Extinction Agenda myself.
1: Yeah. They're both They're both pretty good. Um. says Nick yeah. mm,
0: that's it right <laughs>
1: that's it that's, that's it all the reviews ride. wow we plowed through those reviews that was <laughs> Extinction <like>, <laughs> and Years of Future Past done
2: that's it
0: we were so comprehensive all for today
2: yep so if you guys have any other comments questions anything uh, let us know next time
1: you want to tell us we're wrong yeah. If you want to vote on who's right about Extinction Agenda and Years of Future Past.
2: Yeah. Let us know. Uh, just don't do that. No. Um,
0: <laughs> so, yeah. Tweet at us at Big Planet Comics. Uh, send us an email. Podcast at BigPlanetComics.com. Come drop something. Store. Yeah, drop drop mm. something in the ask box on Tumblr, comment on Facebook. Tattoo you know.
1: a question across your face.
0: Please do that. Um, Please. Bring it into the store. Please. Only the Vienna Bring store, it though. into the store. <laughs> <laughs> bring uh, your, your face. Bring your <laughs> <the laughs> face <laughs> store. into the store. <laughs> Woo. Ooh, okay.
1: Uh and hold it up to us so we can read it. Um
0: Good that's job, it. guys. Thanks guys. Uh, all right. That's episode
1: one forty two. <laughs> we'll see you next week. See ya.